Well, hello, once again, you have found a Texas Steampunk Connection, broadcasting to you throughout the multiverse, themeverse, from our various bunkers and airships. With me, as always, is Fax, Gentleman Adventurer. Hello, hello. With me is Jack from Steam Chest. Hello. <laughs> and with us today, Master Blue Stocking from <laughs> Steampunk Dollhouse Podcast. So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about Steampunk, most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. All right. And we are back. <laughs> what was that? Huh? Uh, <laughs> what? Dude. I'm going to start doing like smoke signals in my in the, in the dark scene here. You're just kind of cutting in and out a little bit. Uh-huh. I don't know why it's doing that. Not do that. It hasn't been that before. That's kind of. Yeah. Weird. I may go have to crack the door open to make sure my router gets in here. That might be the problem. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I know it sounds stupid. <laughs> exactly. I understand the technology about as much as any of us. I push a button, yeah. Push a button and make it work. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, there's, there's some weird voodoo goes on, bouncing radio waves and shit. And I, don't know, just, I, can pull out, I can pull a lot of mumbo-jumbo out of my butt because I've been part of the, the IT culture long enough that sometimes you just have to come up with something to make sure the customer's like, oh, it's complicated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> confuse <laughs> them with lingo. Keep the server going. Sorry about the interruption. <laughs> Dazzle them with bullshit. Exactly. So today is May 3rd. Uh... Today, today is uh, Flavio's birthday. Mm, I was not aware of that. I saw Erica's post. So that's oh. something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually that meant it's free comic book day. <laughs> the comic book co- companies had this have, I think. Still they do still it. do it, yeah. Uh, this one day of the year, they give out free comic books. The particular print of a comic, uh, you know, every, every comic book company has a stack of different comics that they give out yeah. and Flavio is very excited on his birthday. Sorry, can't go party with you. I got to go to the comic book store <laughs> for my free comic books. I mean, he had, he, he had his direction and that was what was important. I mean, we'll get the comic books. You know, it's like, you know what? I'm going to go to beer. Let's go to the comic book store. That, that sounds like a party to me. He That's was a collector. Friend. And I mean, this comic, you could only get it on free comic book day. So he had to, he had to. <laughs> yeah, no other choice. I don't see another choice. Dedicate yourself to something you love. I <laughs> <laughs> with goggles on. It's sitting in front of other two other nerds. <laughs> so, what have you been up to that you love? Anyone? Well, I have found this wonderful, glorious cider. <laughs> I have oh, had yeah. that. That is good. Yes. Yeah. The berry, the the, black, the crack berry. I think I've had this prior, but. I found another can of it in the back of the refrigerator going, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking night. I was uh, at the uh, at the local grocery and uh, there was a representative from Bishop Cider uh, trying to promote a new a new cider they had, which I don't know what was because I'd already picked up a six pack of Crackberry. <laughs> he says, you want to try our new cider? I'm like, no, <laughs> I got this one. I have my crack mix. We're good. <laughs> I don't need another flavor. Yeah, they serve that at the beer garden where I've been studying. They have it always, almost always have that. I think it's one of the most popular ciders that they have. I mean, I want to study at a beer garden. They have good Wi-Fi and they sell coffee. And yeah, it's it's a really good place to study. 
closest thing we had to a beer garden was a laundromat and bar in one. <laughs> right off campus. I mean, you gotta do something while you're doing laundry. It was a, it was a fantastic idea. It just, I think it needed better management. <laughs> oh, I just realized uh, uh, Erica brought home another Bishop Cider just this week called, oh. what is it called? Masmosa. I've had that one too. It is so good. It it tastes just like a mimosa. Yes, which is, is to say, excellent. I hated it. Oh, we know <laughs> because I, I don't like champagne, and uh, it, it's it is just like mm-hmm. champagne and orange juice. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. I salute them for accuracy. Yeah, that one is really good. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I can't like everything. Uh, that's true. I think the one I had today, it's, I think it's Bishop's, it's a watermelon cider. It's either oh. Bishop's or Locust. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't like super sweet. Very good. Yeah. They have everything up there. Uh, oh, they're, they're right outside of Dallas, aren't they? Bishop? Are they? Yep. I didn't know. That. Uh, we may have to go up there before we go over to Steampunk November and raid their uh, reserves. At 509 North Bishop Avenue, Dallas, Ooh. Texas. Wow. Have we heard if Steampunk November's going off this year? I haven't seen any updates, but I also have been kind of in and out. I've heard work days. They're having work days? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know that was part of the problem last year. They couldn't get enough people for the work days. Yeah, and they they pretty much called it like six months ahead of time going, we're just not doing it. This is bad timing. We're still not going to be doing it. But now I believe that they're actually looking to be on schedule. I'm taking so. care of it. If I'm going, I'm going. If I'm not going, I'm staying home and dressing up in my hat. And whatever. <laughs> That's what I did last year. We'll go do something in Austin. I don't know. Maybe we'll meet up in the middle and do something all together. Who knows? <laughs> Wouldn't that be Waco? Yeah, I Temple. Who would rather go all the way to Dallas than stick in Waco? Not to say Waco is a bad place. It's just, it's a place of travel. You go through it's Waco. Pass through. Yeah. Like, I lived in a place like that. It's called Midland. It's a different place. Now, was it? Which convention was it? It's out that direction, but it's not in, not in Finon. That's a, I have to think about it. It was really cool because it was on a college campus. And so one of the, um, we were holding a, our, 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 our lecture inside of the, 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 uh, the word is escaping me, the star room with the, uh, the, the planetarium. The planetarium. So, Planetarium. We're in the planetarium. You're talking about, I think you're talking about uh, Geek Fest. Yeah, Geek Fest. uh, In Colleen. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Hi. Yeah, you good? I think they've they've recently had to change their name for legal reasons. Yeah, something happened and they changed it. Somebody else was already using Geek Fest. And even though uh, the university had been using it for some years now, uh, I don't know. Oh, well. Well, I have a name. If anyone wants it, it is it is under a limited liability company, and I'm willing to rent out the name of Steam Jest for the name and for a <laughs> small minimal fee. So, uh-huh. you know, I'll Con. always Grifton. Bumper <laughs> <laughs> sticker that says that Grifter's gonna grift. Coffee's <laughs> <laughs> for closers. Talking, are you drinking anything tonight? Um, I am on the Angry Orchard. Cider oh. is what I had in the fridge, yeah. Two ciders in a row. Yeah. No. It's just cider time. It's not it's it's weird, it's almost warm, but it's not it's weird, it's muggy. I don't really want a heavy beer. It's chilly up here today. Yeah, it's weird and dark and kinda chilly. 
we got a little rain this morning, uh, mm-hmm. I'm told. Uh, it was after I got to work, so I didn't see the sky for 10 oh, hours. Back steel reinforced booth. He's one of those guys <laughs> that has to sit there and get the code from the, the president, I guess, the, the launch code. <laughs> oh, one person has to swipe in before the other one can swipe out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just going to the bathroom. It feels that way sometimes. Uh, well, congratulations, Blue Stocking, on finishing your last class. That's the, Even though yeah. the school is not finished, you still have homework somehow. Um, no, I, no, that was a class. There's just an elective class I was taking. But my exams, my comp exams, I've taken, I've taken the first one. And that was not great. But I'm taking the second one this Friday. And then I'll have the oral exam next week. And then hopefully I'll move on to my dissertation. Which, by the way, i am decided I'm doing my dissertation as a podcast. Oh. I am. Yes. Very oh. excited. There's um, if you go to mygothicdissertation.com, Dr. Anna Williams, she was the first person to do that in 2019. So yeah, I talked to my advisors already, and they're like, yeah. So yeah, my my dissertation's gonna be a podcast. Super excited. <laughs> Is it gonna live stream? I guess. Um, I'll what because I'm I still have to write the text for everything, so it's still gonna be you know a full. It's probably gonna be I think ten episodes, and I'll drop once I'm done and I'm graduated and I'm Dr. Elizabeth Hedrick. Then I'll start. Wow. I'll, they have they'll have their own feed, and I'll drop them out that way. But yeah, no, they'll okay. they'll be building up over the year as I'm writing my dissertation because I'll have to turn in chapter by chapter. So so now you need to make sure you update your, your steampunk thing to be a doctor, and you have to. Well, I won't graduate hopefully until doctor. I'll. Yeah, I will be doctor as of twenty December twenty twenty three. Nice. So that's like forever, man. <laughs> Four semesters we get to write our dissertation. So. Oh, see, I mean, if we go point. over, we, you know, if we have to go over, we can. But I'm trying to get this wrapped up as soon as I can. So yeah. mm. I'm it's, tired. It's feeling kind of weird the fact that you here you are doing all this schoolwork, saying I have my last classes, but I still got a year, <laughs> literally, of to write everything I've ever learned and put it into yep. some cohesive, you know, fact thing. That but that's the exciting part. Versus just go through with a little thing going, yep, yep, she hit. She hits limit count. <laughs> that's the exciting part. It's actually writing it. That's why I've been. Do- that's the what I've been wanting to do. I'm finally getting to that part of it. So, yeah. See, that, that's why you're you're a very different person than <laughs> Jack or I. Like you, you want to do that. That that it gets you excited instead of just being an absolute horror that I would take it for. <laughs> I get to write about books about libraries. It's very exciting. <laughs> I get to write. Wait, wait. Say that again. I get to write about books about libraries. Instead of libraries about books. No, books about libraries. Yeah. So, so I guess the Library of get, Congress is going to be your longest chapter. You get to write about books, about <laughs> places where they keep more books. But they're like infinite <laughs> libraries, or libraries that control the world. You know, so it's all an allegory for people who don't support anything. open education. Oh, that's yeah. There's there's a hook there. Hmm. Is that the villains? often sound like the people who don't real world people who don't support open education and open access. That's yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm analyzing and examining. It's all well, about open education. The Vatican's library. I want to hear all about it. <laughs> I would love to visit that, but I do not have the scholarly credentials because that takes a lot. They don't let many scholars in there. It's hard to get in. No, they don't let hardly anybody in there because no, they have, they have a whole thing. They have a yeah. very strict, strict way of things need to be sure. I guess perception of reality for everybody. Who knows? They may actually have the double house. I, you know, there could be anything in there. And facts. What fancy thing are you drinking? The dog. 
Well, what, I, I see what the dog is drinking. <laughs> well, I, I didn't get the memo about the cider. So tonight I am drinking one of my favorite rums of all oh, time. Goodness. It is called Old Monk. Oh, yes. Okay. It is not expensive. It's imported from India. Um, and it is a very, like, sweet, molassesy flavored uh, and scented rum. And I, I like it a lot. Drinking it straight, no chase, no, no ice, no mixers. No, not today, not today. There's wow. the reason why you can't put it in mixers. Um, it's it's not a highfalutin kind of. <laughs> he's just high. He's just high pirating it right now. I see that. But uh, I, yeah, I enjoy it straight, and and it was with easy reach as I was trying to get all my <laughs> things together. To... What can I grab while I'm sitting here? <laughs> what booze is closest to my hand? <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I've been saying all week. <laughs> and you know what haven't I got to talk about on the show lately? So yeah, very ah, nice. Nice, right? Um, and let's bridge. Speaking to about what, our, our, what are we drinking? Um, what what do we want to talk about tonight? I thought you wanted to talk hats. I do. <laughs> I wow. Know that a while back. Let's do hats. <laughs> Let Max okay. talk about hats. <laughs> I got I got notes. I got all kinds of. Things Take I was it away, brother. cramming. So yeah, I I, I want to talk about hats because uh, I have too many, <laughs> and uh, I I want to get more. Well, I don't want to get more. I just want to be more interesting with my hats, and I've I found that to be a, a block. I'm not a creative. I'm just sort of a builder. And Jack Same. always has some interesting hats, and I thought it would be a good place to just you know start. Uh, what what kind of hats are are ideal for building in your into your steampunk costume? Uh, what what kind of hats are rather worth avoiding or, or aren't necessarily uh, historically accurate? Uh, or do we even care? I don't know. Uh, most of the time, I suppose it probably we don't care. Find a hat you like, you wear it. Yeah. Um, Make it work. But so yeah, I was I was doing some poking around on the internet recently just to see you know what what hats are, are really uh good and what can you do to a hat to really bring it up yeah. uh everybody knows about a good top hat uh although they're kind of hard to find uh there are a lot of youtube videos on how to make a top hat out of either like i bought a top hat at wild wild westcon and it only hits two places on my head my <laughs> forehead and the back of my head and a oh, whole hat sits there going like this. Now, oh, that doesn't fit good. That doesn't fit no. good. <laughs> I will admit, now, now, if it's kind of on the back of your head a little bit more, and it kind of like does a little weird flippy thing, but I will admit, I thought a top hat was going to be cool. And <laughs> it, there, I have pictures on my Facebook. You can go find me wearing the top hat. But then he's noticed that Lex tends to wear the top hat more often. And even then, she's finally said, you know what? We're done with the top hat. I have it sitting over there in the corner right now going... <laughs> it, it, it was just not a good hat, and I really I paid like eighty dollars. It's a very nice hat. It just does not for me. Oh, yikes! And that's, that's I went back to a lot. One. Yeah, I was looking forward to wearing the top hat, thinking it would be really cool that Jack has a top hat. And then my wife was like, "Yeah, I get I get the cowboy looking hat," and she hasn't gotten that hat yet. This hat is going to be buried with, or I give it to the Indiana Jones thing and like hand it to the son. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that moment in that movie where Shia LaBeouf picked up the hat and then, like, you know, Harrison Ford grabbed it and said, not today. I'm just like, yes, 
good. Don't need Shia LaBeouf playing Indiana Jones. Yeah, I've seen that movie once and I blocked it out. (laughs) That that is uh, hat etiquette. You never touch another man's hat. (laughs) With that said, I have a a friend who's very much a cowboy hat guy. And I, um, as a joke, his girlfriend stuck his hat on my head. And he walked out of the bathroom and he was like, I thought I was going to die. And he's like, you don't do that. And I'm like, this man's, usually I have a hard time understanding that most of his humor is I'm going to die death humor. But this next time was a serious time. And uh, yeah, it was bad hat etiquette. So, but yeah, no, I think, I think I'll stop and I'll let you get back to your thing. But (laughs) are very specific. And I think before you go out and buy the top of the thing is the perfect thing for steampunk person. Go wear one, take Mm -hmm. pictures, Sticky note, like photo edited on to make your head look like, let's see if it even works because top hats are very much a specific thing. Like you can wear a top hat. That looks good. I like it. It works. I think you, regardless of what hat you're talking about, you can't order it online. You, you need to try it on. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Uh, because uh, I know for me, I have a big fat head. Mm-hmm. And so I need a hat that's going to uh, work like that. Uh, and I've, I've, I've been lucky a couple of times ordered hats um, from China, where it's cheap, and they've they've been okay, but it was a risk. I realized that uh, it was a risk. Um, so, you know, yeah. Interesting that you should bring up the cowboy hat, because I found, and I could be wrong, I am not an expert on hats, but it seems that the, the modern cowboy hat is not uh, a turn-of-the-century hat at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's more recent. I don't I don't know the history, but I know it's not period accurate. It actually developed from the fedora because it's got that that same fedora brim, and then the uh, the longer yeah, it just got larger and, and more swept. Um, so if you wanted to go with the a fedora, that would be closer to accurate. But even that in the late eighteen eighteen cent- hundreds was considered a woman's hat, and it came from. Uh, a French uh, actress who was in this play, her name was Fedora, and it was sort of a uh, masculine-looking women's hat that was sort of, uh, you know, thumbing her nose at at gender roles. But it was not a man's hat at the time. It was a woman's hat, and later became more in fashion for men. Uh, The Zoot Suit Riots, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that would be like 1930s? Uh, right. Yeah, 20s and 30s. Did you know that was a big deal in El Paso, of mm-hmm. all places? Yeah. I did not. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. In LA, it was like, no, oh, zoot suits are big here. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't see I don't, what. No, that, that's not how this works. You can't steal history. But no, apparently, it was a big deal in, in, El, in El Paso. I just didn't know. Um, <laughs> so, a good TV show for looking at hats of exact period. Um, it's on Paramount Plus right now. It's called 1883, and it's. Ooh. It is the, the Yellowstone prequel. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is the Oregon Trail story. Yeah. And it's Sam Elliott and, oh, the, the cast is fan. I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Tim McGraw and his wife actually play the other main characters. Oh, I didn't know they were in it. They are fantastic. Like, I understand like, the chemistry that goes on there between perfect. Like, I would I would not have known that was Tim McGraw to get more, like, enough. I, I've seen him on stage, actually. I've been to his <laughs> concerts, because what else do you do in Dillo, Texas, when a big, you know, you go to see whatever music guy is coming through. But they have, everyone has a hat. Everyone has a hat. And they're all unique. 
and or some sort of head covering. I think it is honestly a wonderful thing to watch, and I'm glad I watched it. We're watching it right now for this very moment because there's a scene where they're in Fort Worth, Texas, and it hasn't changed much. It's still a, it's still very much the same, except the traffic's a little different. <laughs> a little. Um, I mean, it's just as busy, if not. But everyone had a cool-ass hat, and I think it'd be a wonderful thing to watch just because not everyone's hat was perfect either. Like, everyone hat had, like, something slightly... It was worn hats. Well, they yeah, they were used. Them, they had little Nick and Nucks. Like, even the guy you see on screen for, like, a second had a very unique hat. I had to keep pausing through it. <laughs> like, this is... A lot of thought went into these people's hats. And a lot of it, like, was... And even, even if the thought was, screw it, it's just barely passable, throw a headband on it, it's broken. And the guy wore it to the, you know, and it made sense that why he had it. And no, I think it was perfect. I'm just looking at a few of the pictures there. I do see a lot of cowboy hats <laughs> right after I just said they weren't historically accurate. But <laughs> again, whatever. <laughs> um, that's okay, I guess. I mean, they so still had hats. They just weren't traditional. They are not the traditional. I mean, they didn't have the, the triangular top and the holes in the side and all like the. the, the oh, the, right. Right. They're all mainly felt. This is a leather hat. You don't see, well, you see some hide hats, but the leather hat's very rare. And which makes me really wonder when leather hats came because they're really not good to get caught out in the rain in. So, and I've had to, I need to be hot. Yeah. And they're horribly hot. I know this is not something I like wearing in the middle of August in a Texas convention, unless I'm indoors enjoying a very cold air conditioning, but uh, I will do it, and I will sweat, and I will look very authentic. But you were very uh, correct in saying that not only in this show, but in the period, uh, at least for men, you didn't go outside without a hat on. That You, yeah. you always had to have a hat. And you don't wear hats when I was when I'm out of style? I had to look this up. Allie was right. Air conditioning killed hats. The moment <laughs> indoor air conditioning came along, you didn't need a hat anymore because it was, it you... It just became completely outstyled, and it's one reason it's mainly killed the hat. That's funny because you shouldn't be wearing your hat inside That's, anyway. Yeah, that was what I was thinking. You shouldn't be wearing your hat in because inside. most people so, wear it for shade anyway. But these days, we dart out into our car, mm, yeah. and we don't need a hat in a car. We'll dart into a building. It's it's we're only barely ever out in the sun anymore, unless you're in a job where you're outside. Then where do you what are you doing? You're wearing a hat, mostly a hard hat. Or some sort of hat. But yeah, we don't, we're not out on a horse for the entire 17 hours the sun is up, or however long it feels like the sun is up in Texas in, in freaking August. What if they never sat? Blue Stock, that's where uh, that, that hat etiquette comes in again. Uh, you're right. You don't wear a hat indoors for the upper class, for Europeans, and. Uh, um, well, and for men. I mean, women did. Less. But as you move more Western into the, into the U.S. and it's more of a rough and tumble uh, man's world, if you will, that that whole taking off hats thing indoors sort of goes out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If you, if you take your hat off, you may not get it back. Um, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> but there are some uh, good options instead of a cowboy hat uh, that that are worth considering. Um, the the bowler obviously is is something you you definitely see in in the period and in steampunk. Uh, yep, classic. Yep. And th this whole uh, brim that's sort of turned up like this, 
another hat called a Hamburg. Yeah, I've seen that. It's very much like a bowler, but it's got the, the wedge in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, not going to do it with this one. But uh, <laughs> that, uh, that became popular in about 1880 and uh, stayed in popularity through World War II. Uh, also, I wasn't able to tell the difference, but apparently these are two different hats. The Bolero hat or Gaucho hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because we're all modern now, they they play a lot of fast and loose naming uh, with hats. What I could tell you, it was a, a flat crown and a wide brim. If you watch uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, uh, Blue Eyes, the bad guy, had had that black flat hat. That's actually, the hat I went out looking for. I wanted that hat for my character because I mean I couldn't get a Darkwing Duck hat, which is like. Freakishly fantastic food. <laughs> like, that is the cartoon between that and Indiana Jones is the whole reason I wanted to have as a, as a character. But uh, yeah, I wanted the flat top, black, straight out like this, evil ass bad guy hat, and it it's hard to find. Now you will find some going into New Mexico towards Tombstone because that's just kind of part of the history, and those were that's kind of just stereotypically. So I found a couple and I tried them on. They just don't fit my head. It looks weird. The moment I stick it on, it doesn't stay round. It kind of does weird. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some of them, uh, again, you know, modern websites that have more of the sweeping uh, cowboy brim, mm-hmm. but it's still got a flat top. Yeah. And they look good too. I don't know if that's what makes the difference between Bolero and a gaucho hat or if there's another name for that. But, you know, at some point you got to go close enough. Yeah. I think that's probably what they, what the spy versus spy characters wore. Uh, <laughs> and, Yet again, another massive, sarcastically large hat uh, for characters in my in our in our past. But um, I don't know. I just hats really make a character so much so that one of I, I joined another like RP group and it's for like a space thing. And they're like, we have a guy who does he uses Unreal Engine and he's like, just tell me what you want your character to look like. We'll do some things. I'm like, I just threw him a picture of me, and he got me looking <laughs> wow. like more like if I was Thor. Wearing the hat, long ass white, you know, like bl- like blonde hair and my beard, but I mean, it looks a lot like you can obviously tell it's it's me model. And um, <laughs> he was Thor. I see. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pick that part. He's just like apparently now a seven foot tall like, dude who looks like he should be riding like 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 a Harley should be riding another Harley amounts of men. Like, all right, we'll go with this. All right, <laughs> um, give me a cigar or something, and uh, we'll go with that. But the funny thing was is that. The hat is what stuck out to everybody because everyone else is doing like the space helmet stuff. But here's my character wearing the exact hat as not the goggles because he couldn't figure out how to animate or stick goggles on. And so I, it, it's it's just one of those things of now everyone instantly recognizes the character and makes fun of it with like little like anytime I pop up in the chat or something, I say something quirky. They put the little smiley face with the cowboy hat on. It's a little like, ha ha. Yeah, we, we, we marked you. So <laughs> hats are very easy for people to, I guess, symbolize you, or at least figure out. All right, you're that kind of. That, that's that's your that's your your mentality, your character. You you're, you fit your role, or you set a, a, an expectation. So I roll in, and I can just say some sarcastic crud, and then all of a sudden, everyone knows that's the character. It's the hat, and um, I think that's very important. If you think of your hat as, if I take this off, I'm not the same guy. But the moment the hat's on, I am, I'm Jack, and it's just. Even mentally speaking, I can walk in, I put the hat on, and my kid looks at me going, oh, hi, Jack. 
you shut the hell up and get back to work. But, uh, <laughs> get back to your school. I don't know. It's it, it's a it's a personality mentality trait. It's kind of like putting on a and that I think that's why hats are important, especially for trying to establish uh, your character, your costume, mm-hmm. and looking at different options for hats and what they can do for you is is important. That's uh, that's why this conversation I think was worth having. <laughs> <laughs> it immediately establishes where you stand in society, what's your job, um, how much money you may have, if not put towards looking good or not, or if you're just trying to be efficient because you don't like the sun. It says <laughs> a lot about you immediately, and it is the first thing that everyone sees is because they look you down, you know, they look for eyes, and the hats are big enough that you're actually your, your eyeballs will bounce between taking you in. And um, so it's it's interesting how hats can shape someone's perception of you right off the bat. Big hat means, you know, you're taking up space. Um, your hat kind of says more intellectual and uh, just kind of, or thinking you're intellectual. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it goes well with your hat. And of the period when that hat was popular, it was very much a, a thing people wore. Fine, it's, it's kind of popular for an era, for an era of, it, it says something. So, but newspaper hats are very popular and have always been and will always will. And um, yeah. for those who are listening to the podcast, I've been swapping out hats a lot. But <laughs> yes, I am wearing, very stealthily. <laughs> I, I, I currently just threw back on a uh, flat cap, which sort of looks like a baseball cap with the front has just been extended over the brim. Uh, think about uh, golfers or uh, or uh, newsies like yeah. 1910. uh um uh, Car drivers, right? Oh, the car is brand new, and the, uh, you know, um, what's the name of that great American novel? Uh, ah, I can't. Great remember. Gatsby. Great Gatsby, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know that that car driver. I even think that Sherlock Holmes in the newest uh, uh, creation, the the movies, uh, Sherlock threw on one of these for driving around with his goggles yeah. on. The motoring yeah. cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually have to turn it around backwards or it'll fly off, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is another appropriate hat. I don't see a lot of these in steampunk, but it, it suits. Or you could go with a uh, a newsboy cap, which is kind of like this crossed mm-hmm. with a mushroom that sits on your hat, uh, your head. Well, very popular for women. Uh, I've noticed. At least they at one point in time, like early two thousands, the they were yeah, super... late two thousands, they mm-hmm. were big. People shove their hair up into it, and it kind of does the whole like, roll yep. over. Yeah, yeah. No, I had a couple. I didn't. I don't really do them now. But, but back in high school, when I was in my neo Victorian phase, and I wore my long dresses and my granny boots, this was early '90s. Lots of hats. I had so many hats. I had like the black straw, which is kind of like the bolero. I had the black straw hat with the flowers on it. But I couldn't wear them to school because school wouldn't. Our school wouldn't let us wear hats. And but whenever I went somewhere, you know, out, I would toss on one of my one of my hats i wish i still had them but with that said were you like because you had so many hats especially at a young age how do you like do you think you were like just testing out like different types of personality um like i said i was in the, this very neo-victorian thing so i had the granny boots long dress i would wear gloves i had you know little bat yeah i was my mom made me a cloak when i was in high school i had a a 
an ox blood red cloak with a black satin lining and a hood. My mom, she very much encouraged the the Victorian thing. So yeah, and I so wow. I the hat was part of the outfit. So I would have you know hats that would match my different long flowy you know dresses. Yeah, and it was very much a part. It was a, a very much a part of those outfits because it all worked together as a piece, and I was very put together, but. Obviously, I wasn't wearing what everyone else was wearing, you know. So yeah, those were real important. Not everyone else was getting a Molly Ringwald Um, kind of the Mo I did have a Molly Ringwald hat. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a couple. But like, so this was the '80s, and we were wearing a lot of hats back then. I had the, the first time. The first hat I got was because the New Kids on the Block, so I had one of those black. <laughs> I got it for Christmas when I was twelve or thirteen. Yeah, I love that thing. We've just discovered a very rare bit of audio from former Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Let's have a listen. I, Winston Churchill, wholeheartedly believe that the Clockwork Cabaret is the finest example of steampunk radio programming. Never before have I heard anything quite so marvelous, and I doubt I shall ever hear anything like it again. Calpurnia, continue on your journey broadcasting your marvelous music and sail on to glory if you would like to find out more about this program please check out clockworkcabaret.com or clockworkcabaret.podbean.com or follow us on twitter at clockworkcabaret that's c-l-o-c-k-w-r-k cabaret so that's that's what's cool about women's hats for steampunk all the hats we've talked about now a woman can wear them Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. They, they they totally fit women just as easily as men, and probably look better uh, because women are they're... super cute in top hats. Mm -hmm. I, I do know a couple of women who look pretty better. They look better in my hat than I. So <laughs> that's that's reason to wear a hat as it is. <laughs> right off, use it as a, a flirting device. Yeah, uh, well, Rita posted. I have a new t short top hat that I really like, and yeah. She's she's absolutely correct. Uh, I, I've seen it's like a like a little short crown uh, hmm. instead of the tall one, and uh, it, it kind of has a, a a western look to it too. If you want to play it that way, um, yeah, those those are those are good hats. Um, but women also have like the derby hat, the really big brim that with all oh, the yeah. um yeah. or the garden hat like you were talking about. Um, I don't see a lot of bonnets, but that's an option. No, I never had any bonnets. <laughs> I have seen a few bonnets at steampunk events, though. I think I saw a couple in Lincoln when I went to uh, Asylum. Yeah, so some people do bust those out. That's that's a that's a commitment, though, because you've got to style all your hair around it and get it on. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. I've worn a bonnet, <laughs> but I was in costume. I, I was I was hiding. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you went from costume to hiding. <laughs> well, it was in, I was I was playing as Jack, but I was hiding to get away from the constabulary. So I mean, yeah. Ah, nice so see. bonnets work for what they do, and you get to say cool things like "by my pretty little bonnet, I will end you." There you go. <laughs> These are important things. Got to have quotes ready to go with your hat. And yes, Rita, fascinators, absolutely, fascinators are so little right. tiny, and you pin them. In, yeah, I think I had a couple of those too. I, I had a that big hat collection. Like all the hats we talked about, but a third the size. Yeah. In your head. Yeah. That's just gonna... technically. Yeah. Uh, or or they call them a tiny topper or yep. just the tiny hats. Those are so cute. <laughs> we actually <laughs> threw those out in Steam Chest a while back, like a couple of years ago. We had some little hats that we stuck in there. They were they were cool. Uh, they had like these like 
So I think Lex added something to where you had like chopsticks that went through your hair and there were like little loops in it to hold it. So it looked really cool. And yeah. there, there are a lot of uh, YouTube videos on how to like make them out of uh, either craft foam or, or cardboard. Um, there are there are directions how to make full size hats out of these things too, but I shy away from those because you get kind of humid under your hat, and I'm afraid well the the, the foam board the, the foam is just going to get really hot. You think leather is hot, uh, and the cardboard is going to get mushy. Yeah. But for making tiny toppers, it's perfect because they're not really holding any heat in. Yeah, you're not sweating into it. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so, uh, oh, and then there's straw hats, which is oh, to yeah. say any of the styles we talked about, if you can find it in a straw hat <laughs> at a reasonable price, get it. Yeah. Especially now because it's about to get real hot. Yep. One of my favorite hats outside of this one was a, uh, uh, heck, we just mentioned those little tiny, the, mm, it was a white hat. It looked like the hat that Belloc wears in Indiana Jones. I, we talked about him already. Just can't come up with a name. So go, Panama go, go, go. hats. Huh? A Panama hat? No. It is a uh, oh, little, really tiny uh, brim on it, uh, named after the lady who was wearing them. Oh, the fedora? fedora. A fedora, a white fedora with a black band. And um, mm -hmm. I picked it up because Bel the, the villain from Indiana Jones had one. I love that freaking hat. That was such a great hat to wear. It was white. It was cool. Yeah. It, it it kept the sun off you. And then like in Midland, I wore an over. I wore like a an off white overshirt with you know. And um, so it worked out really well for the for the area of the time. And it looked you know I, I stood out like a sore thumb from everybody <laughs> else wearing you know <laughs> ratty looking baseball hats covered in all sorts of uh, earth goo. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> oil is it's earth goo <laughs> petrified like putrefied ancient ocean is that a better word for it the animal bones earth i mean you know it's whatever black blood of the earth <laughs> brutal earth blue, but I don't know. you never seen big trouble in little china long time ago Whoa. long time ago yeah it stands up to time see it again <laughs> <laughs> Not for the hats, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so we've covered basic overview of kinds of hats you can play with. Then what do you do to, you know, make them unique, uh, give them the a style that's steampunk, that's not just, I picked this up at the Walmart, now I have it on my head. Um, for women, to me, it seems like there are a lot of options. It's a lot of fun. You kind of can't go wrong. Um you know, you add some feathers and lace or fake flowers, draped fabric, on it. all kinds of good stuff. Um, <laughs> glue, some, glue some gears on it. Yeah, call it steampunk. Um, and, and you can make something pretty amazing. What I have a problem with is doing the same thing, but keeping it more of a masculine look. Uh, you know, adding ornaments and, and gigas, it, it gets a little... It seems more more appropriate to a feminine look. And Jack is is really good at pulling this off. What's the secret? That's what I want to know. Okay, so part of this, Adam, here. I had this actually made by one of my friends, Courtney. And this is actually not my favorite version of this. I had one that's in my pictures. You'll see on Facebook. It was so you're, you're holding up a, a floral wreath. 
It's a like, yeah, it is, and it's all of those like, hair thingies. So if I took this off and stuck this on my head, I would look kind of dorky. <laughs> just a little, you know. I mean, I like it. Pretty princess. <laughs> I mean, there's that. However, men can wear flowers. It just depends on how you do it. And I like this. I stuck it like this as a joke because they wanted to put flowers on me, and all of a sudden, it actually works. I like it. I think it works. And. I want to do another one of these, but with the oranges of autumn again, because I wore it at Steampunk November, and it, it just fit. And oh, orange flowers. Not not oranges. <laughs> just oranges stuck to <laughs> The clementines just stuck up there. Everywhere. <laughs> See, with women's hats, you could do that. <laughs> you could, yeah. Just now, have a little play. So that looks good. Flowers on men's hats works well. You can do it tastefully. Um, I recommend it because a lot of men are be like, are immediately wouldn't do it, and it's very unique. It'll catch now, the eye, yeah. Yeah. Now, other things I've done is my goggles are completely uh, unuseful at the moment because I just have all sorts of stuff stacked uh, <laughs> to it, but it keeps it from all falling off my hat. And so I have chopsticks for you know flare, which stick out of my hat, which look really, really cool and useful because I've actually e- used these to eat at conventions. Uh, I wash them first. <laughs> However, I've also found all these little pins. Everyone's got pins to give away, and we've done this too. These are like some like syrup of zombie and rattlesnake extract, and then my plague survivor badge that I have here. So your your pieces of flair, my pieces basically put them on my hat band essentially, <laughs> and my tribble and my Star Trek badge, and then oh. the steampunk. You know, make my notice this. It's you know. You get this at Greek gods giggling, and oh. uh, it is like a keychain thing we've done before. And I stuck yeah. it on my hat. It flaps around with the Steam Chest bat- you know, logo on it. Looks really cool. So I think it's all about kind of what you want to project as a person with your flair. And I was not expecting flowers, but that gives Jack a little depth of he's not afraid to look pretty, and people appreciate that, especially the women, which is fantastic. It's like. 80% of the people he wants to approach anyway. So, that's the trick. Being being bold enough to not be afraid to look a little pretty. Yeah. But still be manly. Not the confidence. Adam Ant, for example. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've got to have confidence. You've got to have the confidence. He's yeah. Makeup and froofy outfits and tight leather pants, and women love him. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't do mm. that. Nobody wants me to do that. <laughs> but that is a very do, specific look, though. About it, it's actually very impressive, and that's kind of the thing: is that make it work. Put a flower on, and you'll notice that people will compliment the flower, even if it's oh, he's dead, he's gone. Jack, come back! Oh no! What if he realizes he's gone? Or he's... Make it there. He... And then... Are you there? Are you okay, Max? <laughs> Max headroom. You're just kind of coming in and out. <laughs> Oh, kids today don't know Max Headroom. <laughs> they should. No, they should. They should go look it up. All of it's on YouTube now, so there's no reason that they should not know Max Headroom. I, are they on YouTube? They also make fun of Max Headroom a lot. If you haven't seen Max Headroom lately, um, it'll it'll blow your mind. It was. I mean, from, you know, back then, it, it was, was prophetic. Um, in many episodes, not all of them. Some of them are just out out of left field. Like this is weird, but then there's others that are like, yeah, this is it was a great show. Yeah, yeah, that was that show was bananas. 
And it's so purely 80s, too. Just oh, everything yeah. about yeah. it is just... <laughs> the fact that he had to carry his camera on his shoulder out into the wilderness. Like, that, that, that camera is enormous. <laughs> uh, no wonder your president had to look good. And we had portable television sets on your shoulder. <laughs> Weird times, man. Oh. Okay, that, that, that's okay, so, yeah. I'd love the... to talk about that at length, but... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be for another episode. The confidence level, that's what matters. It's just, you know. Yeah, if you pull up flowers and you do it confidently, people are going to be like, them some pretty flowers, son. You'd be like, they damn sure are. And all of a sudden, <laughs> their entire, like, trying to pick on you is just out the door. And <laughs> it, it, it's funny because you've got to give, you're kind of putting a target on you. But as long with, with with flower, like, I've done this with the flowers and people have made fun of, or tried to make fun of me with and uh you know jokingly not hard i'm not going to say it was anything that wouldn't be hard to get past but it was very much one of those things of they made for the flowers and i had comebacks for it and all of a sudden it was better so it's kind of one of those things of be prepared for part of your part of your uh, gear you if it's be ready. a little much then uh be boy named yeah. sue ready <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay all right <laughs> Wear it with pride. And as long as, I mean, if it's something that you're comfortable with and that you, if it makes you happy, then that's going to, you know, that's going to be apparent. You know, what, as, long as, huh? yeah, as long as you're comfortable, rock it. Yep. Add some flowers to your top hat, man. Go for it. <laughs> like a little spray on the side, maybe. I mean, I mean, an entire like little airship thing that spins <laughs> on their hat. You know, I've. <laughs> oh. Like I've the door that opens on the front and has the bird come out. I mean, he has carried, yeah. carried. So, you know, a friend of a friend of mine. I haven't seen this hat, but she made like an entire carousel going around her head on a hat. Nice. How heavy yeah. is that? Oh my god! I, I have no idea, but who cares? I think it, it looks it awesome. Makes my neck hurt just thinking about it. <laughs> Good lord! Aaron, you to project something with your hat that projects something. I'm sure projects back pain. At a thrift store or a dollar store, she found a uh, little toy mechanical bird that sung and its little mouth would move and its head would move. And she totally built that into a hat. She put a little nest Aww. on the hat. That's so cute. Little nice. uh, um, ornamental eggs. It was really cool. That's awesome. Hats like can the- be overly sarcastic. Make it make it happen if you want to. Or <laughs> she made she made one with a plate with a lobster on it and some butter. <laughs> what else did you put on the hat? Slice of lemons. <laughs> yeah. Okay, was this for steampunk or is this just something that she did? Oh, for, for steampunk. Okay. For steampunk, I think. I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, sounds like she's having a good time. Look at when it want to stick out, you know. It was none convention with that on the side, you know. Whatever. That that's why I think women's hats are way more cool, especially like you know if you're gonna go with a big derby hat, you've got a lot of acreage to work with. Oh man, yep. and Kremlin weighs nothing. Well, yeah, but you still have to bolster it up. I mean, if you if you're putting that much landscaping on your hat, you're gonna <laughs> you know, it's gonna need some structural support. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it just comes up. What do you want your hat to say about you? That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Are you an architect? You know, have like the whole like you know, freaking what? I can't come up with the the opera house. Flying buttresses. <laughs> Flying buttresses. The hat. There we go. Hold that sucker up. <laughs> uh, 
it would be really funny if you had like like someone with really long braided hair and had it like standing up and the whole hat sitting there like built around to hold that the braid. Actually, guy I dated after my second marriage broke up, he um he had, it was a punk. He had a, a blonde mohawk, like the real, and we went to a like a company part like a formal event one time and he got a top it was a cheap top hat and he cut it down the middle so that his mohawk <laughs> came up out of the hat yeah he was so excited he was like i've got this idea and he bought this cheap top hat and he's cutting it out and yeah i mean actually it was really that interesting yeah sounds fantastic it's, a, <laughs> it's like a rooster hat yeah I it was it. i may have to do that I mean, I have to just have like an addition thing that adds to my hat. A rooster top. <clears throat> All right, Thanks. We're going to get you a mohawk. <laughs> oh, I barely have the hair left. Are you kidding? Uh, yeah. Nonsense. Nonsense. Start growing out your mustache. Man, when I was when I was in a band and we were gigging downtown, there was this club uh, that, that the booking guy for the club, he was, I was younger. He was probably about my age now, maybe a little older. But he was definitely losing his hair very quickly in the back, but was really trying to sport a mohawk. Nope, that's not going to work. Holding on to you so desperately. Yeah. Oh, Especially nice guy. Nice yeah. guy. Uh, if he's but, using the Elmer's uh, glue to put that thing up, though, he's going to lose even more hair. <laughs> it's brutal putting together. Put, yeah, because I would comb it out and do the blow dryer on him because he'd lay on the floor with his head on a box and I'd comb it out with all the glue and blow dryer. Yeah, it was. It's a production. Yeah. 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 Does that Apparently. qualify as a hat? <laughs> I think it does because it, it, it what, by the time you're done putting that much glue in your hat, hat in your in your hair, it's 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 considered to be something very structural. I mean, <laughs> uh, Lex actually at one point had a massive red mohawk. I didn't know her at the time, but I've seen pictures, and she has like it's 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 tall. It's like two to three feet, and it's got the top piece that flaps down like this. It looks like a really very much a rooster. And uh, I'm like, nah, I still dated you. Be fine. <laughs> My mom probably would have had some things to say. And it would have been very nice because she just does not have the ability to, up until recently, to, to like say negative things about people. She'd be like, that's very unique. <laughs> bless your heart. No, she's not much of a bless your heart kind of person. But, but yeah, no, there, she would find some positive thing to say. Because she was brought, you know, she was very much beaten in with the idea that if you can't say anything, if you can't say something nice, you don't say anything at all. But she always had something; she'd always find something nice to compliment. But uh, which I think is where the bless your heart kind of thing comes from. At least the next iteration, <laughs> yeah. of it's kind of transparent at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we're all on the inside joke of that one. It's it's gone, but it'll have to it, mutate to the next step. Yeah, you got to be more subtle, or. Uh... <laughs> Maybe you didn't intend to be. I don't know. <laughs> but your mom is clearly a classy lady. Yep. Thank you. Oh, by the way, it's Mother's Day this weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, For those of you who need to know that. There's a Victory Cup Derby Day bash in Fredericksburg. What? Being held yes. by the Fredericksburg Polo Club. Since we're talking about derby hats. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fredericksburg has a polo club? Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly enough, fancy. Uh, I, I I found this on Facebook mostly because it had hot air balloons, uh, um, and I think showing up to hot air balloon festivals in steampunk is is mwah, perfect. Yeah. 
you will get much good uh, reception and uh, good attention uh, for that sort of thing. You will have a great time if you go to a hot air balloon festival like the Fredericksburg Victory Cup Derby Day Bash uh, in your in your costume. Uh, it is great. <laughs> I bet the beer would be pretty fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, wine, right? Fredericksburg it makes should wine. Be. Fredericksburg, yeah. Lots of wine. So much wine. <laughs> See, here's what we need to do. We all need to meet down there for Oktoberfest and just re- just project from down there for, for that weekend. On the, What's on that the, week? I, well, I may be going to Salem in October, so... Nice. I think yeah. it's actually in September or it's no October. Okay, yeah. I can't remember. It's weird. It's based on like a wholly different... I think it's like some sort of church calendar i think so but yeah but i'm not because i've seen them sometimes in september and sometimes in october so i think it's just whenever they can book it (laughs) yeah there you go (laughs) there's truth (laughs) that's when you get the whole town involved all right nothing else no quinceaneras no no birthdays no nothing could be in the way we all got to make sure it's enough room to drink and not have to worry about anything else to eat a lot of eating I need my, my special. <laughs> well, we're we're hitting an hour, unfortunately. So uh, we've only scratched the surface. I, I know, I know. I miss you guys. We, we, we don't do these enough. Aww. But, uh, no. Let me thank our patrons. So they, they're helping us keep the lights on, or uh, really helping us uh, continue to host the podcast. So uh, let me thank uh, the Dowager Duchess Claire Bear. Uh, Jenny and Ryan Shaver, Kitty Vinson, who just finished her last week of Sherwood Forest for the year, and Rita and Lawrence Allen, who are listening right now, I know. Thank you guys for helping us out. Uh, Your contribution is is letting us continue to do this and not go broke. If you're listening to us and weren't aware, you can find us on Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection. You can eat at Texas Steampunk Connection at gmail.com. Uh, our podcast is hosted on uh, Texas Steampunk Connection.podbean.com. And thanks to Blue Stocking, we're on Twitter at TX Steam Connect One. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I should be thanking Elon Musk at this point, oh. keeping us on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, Jack is keeping us at YouTube and Rumble through the Steam Chest subscription box. Uh, our music is brought to you by zapsplat.com. Okay, I got through all the, the, uh, the things we have to say. Only necessities. Uh, what? Only necessities. What we should do is like record that and like speed it up real fast, like a little chipmunk thing. We should just like. I want people to hear the important bits, especially yeah. the people who are, you know, getting. If you put it like 140%, we just sound like the chipmunks. <laughs> I, I can't do that through Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you guys have anything else uh, we want to throw out there for everybody before we go for the, for the next two weeks? Well, definitely we can talk about more hats. Um, maybe we can find something sarcastic about hats to share. We'll be back with more hats. More hats. I love hats. <laughs> All right. Okay, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, and until next time, mind your gauges. Mind your gauges.